This is the Colonial Department's Extra Credit, a bonus show that provides some nugget-sized tidbits of Philippine colonial history. It's based on the most recent episode, so if you haven't yet, check out Season 5, Episode 6, The Spanish Occupation, then hop on back here for some extra credit. Welcome to the first episode of 2024. After a week on holiday break, this podcast has hit the ground running in the new year. I'm excited for you to hear next week's episode, where science meets spirituality among the mists of Mount Banahaw. But first, a word on our last episode, which is about the Spanish thirst for Philippine gold. Compared to what they seized in their territories in Latin America, it was a much smaller take. One scholar compares Juan de Salcedo's 25-kilo haul from Ilocos with Hernán Cortés's pillage of Montezuma's kingdom, which yielded 680 kilos of gold. Or even the plunder of one Cartagena tomb, which gave up 420 kilograms of gold. Nevertheless, the conquerors were convinced that in the Philippines they would hit the jackpot somewhere, somehow. They set their sights on the famed mines of the Cordillera Mountains, here are three tidbits about their search that I had to leave on the cutting room floor. One, multiple ethnic groups lived among the peaks of the Cordilleras, but the early Spanish chroniclers all lumped them together under the umbrella name of Igorots. These Cordillera peoples mined gold by digging them out of pits and tunnels or panning them from streams and reservoirs. Rituals were an important part of the mining process, with animal sacrifices to either appease the mountain spirits or to divine whether a vein would have good yields. They would then trade this gold to lowlanders in exchange for goods and livestock. 2. After a futile flurry of early Spanish expeditions in the tail end of the 1500s, the Cordillera peoples became much more secretive about their gold mining industry. Surprisingly, missionaries like the Dominicans took their side. The religious orders had seen the violence and terror that gold had wrought in the New World and even in the Spanish takeover of the lowlands. They did not want a repeat of that among the highland peoples. In one instance, a priest in Pangasinan showed samples of Cordillera ore to his bishop but swore him to secrecy. 3. In the early 1600s, Cordillera warriors would often raid occupied towns to take heads or to take slaves. Spanish soldiers would also be ambushed by large armies of up to 3,000 fighters. These attacks gave the colonial government another excuse to mount another series of expeditions to the Cordilleras. This time, the Jesuits gave their support, saying that under the Spanish laws of the Indies, the northern gold mines were legally the property of Spain. This all culminated in a major expedition in 1624 led by Captain Alonso Martin Quirante who assembled 1,903 men and marched them up the mountains. But as we discussed in the main episode, this ended in failure with no major gold mines occupied. And now I leave you with a quote from historian Olivia Habana, whose article on Benguet history provided much of the information here. In this section, she outlined the reason why the Spanish were so hot to find the fabled Cordillera gold mines. The early Spanish officials did not realize that the gold jewelry they seized were articles already in existence and often the result of generations of accumulation. 
As such, when this initial spring dried up, the only way to secure a steady supply of the gold was to find the actual source of the precious metal and somehow induce production. The colonial government then thought that the sure way to coax the gold out of the hands of the reluctant natives was to require tribute payment in gold and a payment of the king's royal fifth commission on all gold produced from the mines. This sparked off a round of expeditions bent not so much on relieving the natives of their gold, but in searching for the gold mines. And that's it. Hope you learned something new today. And as always, check back next week for a new episode of the Colonial Department.